This is certainly the biggest in terms of its value. And it's one of the couple of things that I'm most proud of having generated. City deal was done and the value of it was 1.3 billion of which 600 odd million, 660 million is data-driven innovation of which the best part of 300 million came to University of Edinburgh. Lots of things we've been trying to push forward as we try to make this the data capital of Europe. From inception to delivery, Jonathan Seckel has been closely involved in developing and overseeing the Data-Driven Innovation Initiative at the University of Edinburgh. This summer, he handed the reins over to Kim Graham, who takes over as the Senior Responsible Officer. I'm Kim McAllister, and the Data-Driven Innovation Programme is part of the City-Region Deal at the University of Edinburgh and Heriot-Watt University. I spoke to Jonathan Seckel to find out what the story was of the programme's inception and how it's progressed to 2022. Jonathan, it's a real pleasure to chat to you. You have handed over the reins to the DDI programme. What are your initial thoughts about no longer being a part of it? Oh, regret. I mean, it's been an enormous privilege being involved with the programme. Now, you've obviously been involved in lots of amazing programmes over your career, but this one must be special. Is that fair to say? Yes. I've been in leadership in the university for a long time. I'm, by background, I'm a humble hormone doctor. I still see patients at the infirmary once a week. Uh, my senior career has all been in Edinburgh. I trained in a place called London. You won't have heard of it, a small village down south. Um, I've been here a long time. But of the things that I've done, this is one of the, this is certainly the biggest in terms of its value. And it's one of the couple of things that I'm most proud of having generated. I mean, you know, inevitably in a career you have ups and downs. But this has been, this has been a, a real game changer for any university and certainly for, for our wonderful, historic, brilliant place. That's a wonderful way of putting it because even just speaking to all the wonderful case studies around the DDI programme, I mean, it's just blows your mind that this is all happening in Edinburgh and that there's this wonderful programme to support it all. It was, it was designed. 2016-17, the UK government started a process called Science and Innovation Audits. And they wanted to know what science and innovation was going on, particularly outside the so-called Golden Triangle of London, Oxford and Cambridge. And I asked uh, assistant principal, in those days I was vice principal, I asked him if he wouldn't mind pulling it together. But unlike all the other universities, we didn't try. You know, Kevin and I had focused. Everybody else tried to sort of add up every bit of research and innovation going on in their region. And we were very clear. We just wanted to pick one thing. And the thing we picked was what became called data-driven innovation. And it was based on the fact that we'd always had very, very strong computer data sciences in Edinburgh. But it was only when we brought it all together, following a most unfortunate fire in the in the grass market where a couple of the departments burnt down um, that we were able to meld the departments into the school of informatics which 
has always been UK, and by that it also means Europe leading. They'd started to do what I'd wanted more of the university to do, which was to start building companies and building associations with, with industry. Edinburgh University, at the turn of the millennium, um, I used to use a rather obstetric analogy. We were too posh to push. We didn't interact <laughs> with, um, with industry. My bit of it, which was medicine and veterinary medicine, I think we'd started up one small service company in a decade. And we just didn't do it. And I'd moved that ahead in medicine and veterinary medicine, where I came from. And I wanted to move it further in the university. And the bit that was doing it was informatics, computer science, machine learning, artificial intelligence, robotics, all of those things put together in one fantastic school. And they were doing this at quite some scale. And we sort of built a science and innovation audience, sent it into government. And government liked it so much because it wasn't just a tedious list of everything going on, but it had a vision. And it said, if you invest in this, we'll go from starting up 10 companies a year and we'll skill and we will become the data capital of Europe. But we thought that data was the real power. And we put it into this document and we made, gave a presentation and we pulled together the city deal. And, you know, we had a whole host of helpers and you know, it was really great people pulled together this component of the city deal bit and it went in. We had to write six treasury green book business cases each one normally takes people a year or two to compile and we produce six of them in you know in a year and the whole thing was funded and 2018 the then prime minister theresa may and the first minister signed a deal with the head of edinburgh council sitting in between these two very powerful ladies and city deal was done and the value of it was 1.3 billion of which 600 odd million 660 million is data-driven innovation of which the best part of 300 million came to the university of edinburgh and a modest amount for the robotarium which is one of the main planks to us and harriet watt um, mm -hmm. who was our partner in this it's the biggest grant ever given by the uk government to a university and of course there was all the matching money that we had to bring in and so forth it's a game changer because what it intends to do and is doing already in spades is by investing in the government's invested in 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 real estate in capital so estate and in computer hardware and in the capabilities of doing it at, at enormous scale and we put up buildings like the Bayes center so they knew that we were going to deliver and the vision of it was to get data-driven innovation to reach out our skills in data science, our holding of the UK national supercomputer, our ability to store and manipulate and interrogate data at the highest scale and to work collaboratively very easily. We're a very collaborative university, the University of Edinburgh. So it was to take data at scale and use them to improve 10 sectors. And the sectors ranged from, you know, this is the city of tourism and festivals, in case you haven't been into the centre of town in the last couple of weeks, right the way through to the bit that I work in. You know, let's improve health, but let's also improve agri-tech, space and satellites, using all these micro-satellites looking down to, for example, in agriculture, predict and tell each farmer the right treatment for the right corner of the right field at the right time. 
you know, what, what you need for your crops or what you need for your livestock, when, how, and you know, it's all that data. You've got to be able to amass it, pull it together, you know, and then we do it with engineering and et cetera, et cetera, the climate, all these sectors that matter, including financial services and fintech. And the thesis for the university to move the university on was to go from the monastic ivory tower model to the three thirds model. One third brilliant, world leading, outward looking research leaders. Uh, secondly, talent. And the talent is students of various forms. And then the third bit is stakeholders who would be industry or the public sector, all in the same facility, working on the same related set of problems, breathing the same air without barriers or boundaries. What an ability to share, what a fantastic opportunity for the students to work with companies of various sorts, to learn from them, to teach, them, you know, and the, and the academics and the, and, and the people from industry working together. But I love what you're talking about this. It's a kind of a market square, which is what Mark Logan mentioned in his report, was getting everyone right. in the same space. And you've been doing it since 2018. And Mark's obviously talking about the same kinds of things. And that's now being implemented by the Scottish government. So it's, it's a really exciting time for Edinburgh and the environment around it for, for these kinds of developments. But there must have been challenges along the way as well. You're, you're painting a very impressive picture. But what did you come up against while trying to implement all of this? Well, raising the money was a, was a, was a challenge. I mean, I, may, I, I, I painted a very rosy picture, but it was a hell of a lot of work by an extraordinary talented team. So that's first. Secondly, bringing people together is always more difficult. So we started off with half a dozen entities. Under my leadership, I tried to make them think of themselves as all part of the same enterprise and getting that to work and to add more than the sum of the parts will be difficult moving university systems so that they recognize and count up what we've done has not yet been fully solved but the data on what we have delivered are quite extraordinary we're trying to make Edinburgh and its region a smart region increasingly. And we're trying to keep it human. So one of the things that really worried me was, you know, this sort of thing can go hopelessly wrong. So Google's DeepMind had a very, very bad reputation from what it was doing in the health service. Didn't go down well with the public because they hadn't been asked. So with money from Bailey Gifford, we established um, the, the, the Technomoral Futures Center and uh, Shannon Valor, a brilliant American professor came in. It's about trust. It's about public trust. And, you know, through the inevitable challenges and problems that will happen. And, and that's a very, very interesting challenge. So again, we've had to work very hard on that. Lots of things we've been trying to push forward as we try to make this the data capital of Europe. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts in this series. To find out more about the Data Driven Innovation Programme, just go to ddi.ac.uk or you can follow on Twitter at Data Capital Ed.